Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Blog Talk Radio. This program has been made possible by Weatherby Asset Management. The views and opinions expressed are those of the guest. Weatherby Asset Management is dedicated to providing exceptional wealth management services by forming partnerships built on trust, understanding, and thoughtful advice. For more than 20 years, they've been offering objective perspective, personalized planning, and sophisticated investment management to individual investors and families, as well as pension plans, foundations, and endowments. Contact them at www.weatherby.com. Weatherby Asset Management, located in San Francisco and New York City. Good morning. You are listening to Sylvia Global Media, and we are so excited to welcome a new host on our show, Dr. Carolyn O'Sullivan with the Holistic Veterinary Care Hour. Dr. Sullivan, or Dr. O, welcome on board. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate your time and opportunity to do this. This is going to be wonderful. It's an incredible program and work that you're involved with. I just want our audience to know that Dr. Caroline O'Sullivan um, combines traditional veterinary practices with state-of-the-art holistic treatments. And in addition to her complete knowledge around Western treatments, Dr. O'Sullivan offers acupuncture, extensive lab testing, food therapy, environmental and exercise modifications, massage, homopathy, and herbal therapy. Um, Both traditional Chinese medicine and Western diagnostics are used to develop a personalized treatment plan for the animals. Um, You spent part of your time training in small animals and exotic animals in Tasmania, and you're now settled in Las Vegas, correct? I recently moved to Prescott Valley, Arizona, where I brought my practice, and am fortunate enough to have wonderful clients and just doing good work with some educational program, just letting people know that this kind of treatment option does exist for their four-legged loved ones or any of their non-human loved ones. So it's just a wonderful thing. But I, like I said, I did move to Prescott Valley, Arizona. It's um, it's very um. Intriguing to me, and I think our audience is going to find your program exceptional in terms of the knowledge and resources available to care for our pets, which for many mm-hmm. of us are the equivalent of children in mm-hmm. our lives. They mean so much to us in our own health and well-being. And oftentimes, not exclusively, but oftentimes it's the woman, it's the female you know, in the home that's um, taking care of the, the pets as well. And so I um, really want to thank you. We're so excited to have this information made available to the Sylvia Global audience. Thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you so much for allowing us to be here. And your analogy of having our pets um, affect us and our hearts and our soul and our concerns and our anxiety, just as children would, is is perfect. It's right on the money. 
um, and whether you whether you believe in Western uh, diagnostics and testing and those types of things, it's been clinically proven that the stress level of bringing your pet to a hospital for a problem is akin to the stress level of bringing your child into a hospital for um, you know, a major illness and even as uh, far as um, cancer-type treatments, that the amount of emotional involvement with our, our pets is is that intense, which I believe it should be. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, um, I think what's really exceptional about the work that you're doing and the information you make available to the public is that most of us aren't aware that mm-hmm. there are services available for our pets that really align with our own values and the health care of us as human beings. You know, that there are holistic treatments, there is acupuncture, there are herbal therapies and massage and other options beyond what, you know, most of us might commonly associate with veterinarian care. Exactly. And and I'm a, I'm a true believer that everybody does the best they can within their education and their experience. So regardless of what you choose to do with your life. So for me, educating people and allowing them to have the opportunity to get this experience, if you just don't know that it's out there and you just don't, people are surprised, if you just don't know, then then how are you supposed to do be the best advocate you can for your, your friend? So just getting the information out there and allowing people to make educated decisions for their pets, that that's key to what I do, absolutely. Are you finding that the world of veterinarian care is evolving um, or has this been something that's always existed but just in such a small part of the veterinarian circle? Um, I, it's all, of course, it's always existed, I mean, for thousands of years uh, with regard to the acupuncture and traditional Chinese medicine, herbals, food. You know, we know Aristotle said, you know, food will cure you. Food is medicine. Uh, we just haven't really done that. And with regard to the education process, like that I went through at Purdue Veterinary Medical School, um, traditional Chinese medicine, holistics, food management, if they were touched on at all, it was so, so, so brief. But many of the facilities around where I am and at least well, most of the places I'm exposed to, they are um, uh, trying it, I guess, for lack of a better uh, way to say the attitude that goes into it, giving it a go. And um, the ability uh, for us to allow full scope of diagnostics exactly the same as humans. I can do CTs, I can get MRs, I can get major surgeries, I can get heart valves, I can do pacemakers, I can get, I can have access to all human medicine, all of it, and now be able to back up a couple steps and move away from traditional Western and have this traditional Chinese medicine, herbals, food management, all the things that I've been lucky enough to be exposed to and bring to my pets, you know, my my clients and my um, uh, loved ones. So I think that I think that there is a move towards being a little bit more open-minded and just by exposure, just by exposure, because we just don't know. We just didn't know. You know, for the purposes of a bit more of a personal introduction about you and your background and what makes you such a reliable, trustworthy resource, <laughs> you know, 
tell us about you know what, how you landed in this area of professional practice and. I'm curious about Tasmania. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> I, I don't usually associate, you know, traditional um, Chinese medicine with Tasmania and veterinarian <laughs> practices. It's quite a uh, wonderful combination. Well, um, I I went through my educational process and did everything I was supposed to do. You know, I got my associate's, my bachelor's, my master's degree in environmental education. Went to work teaching at the universities, and I decided that that just wasn't it. I mean, it just didn't feel right. You know, it just wasn't right for me. And the veterinarian I was bringing my own animals to said, "Have you ever thought about becoming a vet?" And I'm like, "Hmm." So I went back to school for two more years, and then. Um, uh, got into Purdue, which is no small shakes. Getting into veterinary school is um, is a tough one. And during the course of my education, I wanted to be as broad stroke as possible and get the most out of it. So I did a mixed rotation, and I did small animal um, equine and then farm animals and took every single exotic class that they offered at Purdue. And when it came time to do my externship at Purdue, I had called my father and said, no, I've got I to do this couple months with a veterinarian to get some experience. If they don't come out to the house, and that's in San Diego. My dad goes, where do you have to go? I said, anywhere. He goes, anywhere, anywhere. I said, yeah, anywhere, anywhere. He goes, well, well, get the heck out of the United States. I mean, go someplace you want to go. I'm like, huh, that's, wow, what an, what an idea. So I wanted to go to Australia, so I did. <laughs> I ended up in Tasmania, and um, my... The uh, veterinarian I worked for wasn't was an American, so that worked out okay. And turns out, like here in the States, a hit by car or an emergency, most times it's a dog or a cat. And there it is a wallaby or a roo or a bird or, you know, a tas- I was lucky enough to get in the Tasmanian Devil Project for just short exposure. And um, the way that they think and the way that they do things and the way they approach medicine and the actual constitutions of these animals and how, how they were meant to live their lives was a shocker. And I came back and practiced traditional medicine in Las Vegas for quite some time, and then something very bad happened to my father, and I was disgruntled with Western medicine and decided to go back to the International Veterinary Acupuncture Society and got my education there with and that got me right on the path with the acupuncture, the herbals, the massage, the lasers, constitution work, pulse diagnosis, and the majority of what I do now. So I started a house call practice in Vegas and went house to house and tried to what, just give my, what was it I gave? my um, Give my shindig, give my, sh- my sick about what it is I believe in now, including food, and it's blossomed to this. So um, Tasmania yeah. was an awesome opportunity, yeah. Yeah. Well, so. this, fortunately, this is a global broadcast, so there, ah. be, there are listeners who can relate to um, your experiences. You have a disclaimer, and you also have a guest, and I want to I turn do. it over to you for this um, the rest of your program. Again, just want to welcome you on board, and so very appreciative of your services and you following your calling. Oh, as I am of you, I really, really heartfelt thanks to you very much. And um, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Have a wonderful show. We're here listening. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Um, as we said, um, this is Dr. Caroline O'Sullivan of Holistic Veterinary Care and Acupuncture Center in Prescott Valley, Arizona. The information discussed during the show is not intended to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any conditions. 
And if you or your pet are currently experiencing any medical issues, please, please seek assistance at a licensed veterinarian in your area. With that said, I'm very fortunate to have one of my one of my clients and my friends on the show with me this morning to tell the story of her friend Ricky, who is a Finnish Spitz. And thank you very much, Anita, for coming to the show this morning. I really appreciate it. Oh, no problem. <laughs> Would you please let us know how it is that you and I came to know each other and a little bit about Ricky? Sure. Um, a couple of years ago, Ricky is Ricky just turned 12 yesterday. Yesterday. So Happy birthday. He, he's not a spring chicken, <laughs> but he's been a very active dog for his, throughout his life. Uh, I, I was herding with him for a while. He's a registered therapy dog, which is very hard work. Um, but a couple of years ago, um, he started to have a few problems. And then earlier this year, uh, I noticed he was um, drinking a whole lot of water and didn't have a whole lot of control over uh, his urination habits. So uh, the breed has had some diabetes, Addison's, and Cushing's in it from time to time. So I took him into my vet and had him tested for all of that and everything else under the sun. And he came up clear, but we were, um, there there was no plan for addressing some of his problems, uh, which also included uh, weakness in his, his hind legs. So you had um recently given a a little talk at one of my dog clubs. So I thought holistic medicine is certainly worth a look. So I gave you a call and the rest is history. Um, <laughs> no, I mean <laughs> this was what back in February or something like that. Yeah, at the beginning of March, I think, is when you and I got together with Ricky. Now, when um, yeah. I wanted to encourage um, any of our uh, listeners to give a call into the show if you'd like to participate. The phone number is 347-215-6138. And with that, Anita, uh, when I first met you guys, the um, um, list of issues that he had was long and seemingly unrelated. You know, we had maybe an immune problem. We had some weirdness on our blood panels. We had some pretty bad going on. We had some, like you said, drinking a lot, urinary issues, some dry hair coat, some weakness in the rear end, and mm-hmm. um, and a little bit of a little bit of frustration as to where to go with all that, as I recall. <laughs> Would that be a yeah. fair statement? Yeah, uh, yeah. Very fair. Also, with the dry coat issues, I, I had forgotten about that because um, with whatever it was that you were <laughs> had put him on at the time, the dry coat cleared up in about a week. But um, uh, he did he did he lost a lot of pigmentation in his coat, which is mm-hmm. still kind of a problem. But that's a, it, that's very very weird. I've had this breed for forty years. It's the first time I'd ever seen anything like that, regardless mm-hmm. of their age. Yeah. So, and, and, um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, so um, there are also uh, some autoimmune issues in 
in the breed. And I was I was looking at a dog. I could see his whole system stressed stressed out. Exactly, exactly. That's exactly right. And uh, when we uh, when we first met, that was the concern: was are we do we have an immune system issue? Do we have an autoimmune system issue? Which are two different paths that you take, right? With the immune yeah. system issue, you want to support their immune system. If it's autoimmune, where the body's actually attacking itself. We've got to right. not to do that. So we've had a long, long, long talk. And as as is usual for me, the first thing that we did with Ricky after having a two hour conversation, physical exam and eastern and western diagnosis and oh my gosh, the the usual sit down for two hours and relax was uh-huh. change his get him on probiotics to fortify his gastrointestinal system so that everything that Ricky ate, everything that he was given, had a better chance to do good, you know, giving him the tools to fight his own fight, you know, giving him the ability to be the best dog that he can now and going down the road. Uh, And then we changed his food to a dehydrated, raw, organic food. And those are my favorites, really, um, our probiotics, organics, and um, raw products, if if our four-legged friends, if our, um, are strong enough to deal with those. Now, one of the things that I did with you and Ricky, as I do with everybody, is ask you to do one change at a time for three to four days to watch, to monitor, make sure there's no undue side effects, nothing abnormal, and nothing unexpected. Now, with the holistic approach, you would never expect to have anything bad happen. You would never expect consequences of the negative fashion, but every creature is an individual. So I think they sent you home with that the first day. <laughs> yeah. And um yeah. and then his hair coat got better, right? Is that what you said? Yeah. It's um in fact I'm kind of stroking it right now and it feels it feels very nice. Looks strange but feels nice. So um and his his skin, this condition of his skin is better. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's he, that's that's I can't kind of significant where we live, which is Arizona, which is very, mm-hmm. very dry. Right. So right. Um, having, you know, enough hydration so that it, you know, it it affects the skin as well as the hair is, is an important thing to establish, I think. Yeah, so. absolutely. Absolutely. And then let, let's talk for a minute about his, um, he had a, an abnormally large, um, water intake. He yeah. had previously been diagnosed with the possibility of enlarged prostate or even to try to rule out a prostate cancer. And that for me, it was is that a large amount of water intake, is it a urinary tract infection? Is it a prostate issue? Is it flat out pain response? And, and you know, we, we, couldn't right. discount, we couldn't discount the possibility of a cancer or something like that based on his Western exams, Western. Um, blood work, Western urinalysis, and some of those weird, those kind of weird blood um, things. So, now Ricky was pretty classic with most of my patients. It was like peeling an onion. You know, as soon as you get one thing, you know, you did really. You know, as soon as you start yeah. getting one thing, so I was like, okay, and then we need to deal with this, and then we need to deal with that, and all in a very positive way. But tell me a little bit about that for you, because we had to, we had to resort to, well, not resort to, but we had to turn to traditional Western medicine to have pretty major procedures for him to try and get him over a hump. That's right. Well, he, he did have an issue with his teeth, 
Mm-hmm. And so um, we got some of them pulled and uh, tried to stabilize that. And at the same time, I decided, uh, and this is very unusual for me, but I decided that it would be a good thing to neuter him because I breed these dogs and I have bitches that come in season and he goes nuts. And my concern was to to get as much stress out of his life as possible. Uh, right, right, right. And so, and that has incidentally worked out very well. <laughs> um, so, and that was basically. Oh, and there was when when we he went on antibiotics in association with that those yeah. surgeries. Yeah. And uh, we used that antibiotic to kind of knock out some little critters that were either in his urine or in his prostate was, or something. Yeah, and something. Something. Was, we weren't we didn't even tell where they were coming from, but they didn't belong there. And that yeah. was the combination of the the you know prostate and urinary tract and his teeth. We know that Ricky was exposed long term to inflammation throughout his entire yeah. body. So that was one of the things that we were able to address after we gave him a substantial amount of time to recover from this pretty major surgery at 11 years of age after having a long period of time of inflammation throughout his whole body. And at that mm-hmm. period of time, uh, we added in a extra strength immune and antioxidant support to his life, um, as well as adding some things to address his specific concerns, like um, his rough breathing and his nose, by using herbals. Now, the the immune and antioxidant support is a mushroom-based supplement, so it's not a traditional Western by any stretch of the imagination. It doesn't have fillers and flavors and those things, but using mushrooms and using herbals to help him flush away the oxidative damage of his inflammation and bolster his immune system. Um, and then um, using some actually other mushrooms for his respiration of his lungs and his nose. And those things, if I'm not mistaken, seem to be working quite nicely for him. <laughs> they are. He he has um, he has stabilized very nicely. And one other thing, too, uh, when, you, when we were talking earlier about the, the weakness in his rear. Yes, acupuncture, um, acupuncture, acupuncture for that. And something that I've noticed, uh, well, in the past, I'd say two months, uh, the stabilization I talked about has been mm-hmm. pretty steady. Yes. But he has had, when he's out and out and about, a spring in his step that he, I haven't <laughs> seen for years. Sure, and nice, um, I mean, it's like he's not getting older, he's getting better. As we shall hope to do, as we shall hope to do. Um, yeah. And so, so he and he has no, he, he vacillates though, doesn't he? Ebbs and flows with regard to his ability to like, jump up on a grooming table or run around the tennis court, those types of things. But overall, he just really seems every day, brightness in his eyes whenever I see him yeah. is oh, um, yeah. telling, right? It's telling. You see, and one of the goals of what it is I do and try and share with everybody is that if we can increase their joy, you know, just do things that make them happy and take their mind off of their woes, whether they be, you know, emotional or physical or going into the doctor. We want the doctor, at least for me, to be fun. You know, you want them to come in here and have a good time. 
and then he definitely to, does that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you know, the acupuncture, you know, never, never push them to the point where they're fearful or more painful. And, you know, um, just every day is a new consultation and a new decision. And um, I think that, at least in Ricky's case, it's worked quite nicely. It's like I toot my own horn there. I feel kind of bad about that. But um, And then remind me now, we're getting short on time here, but I'd like to um, have you make a statement about what you're feeding him. You give him our uh, dehydrated raw organic food. And then you supplement that. Is that correct with some home cooking? Um, right now, I'm I'm throwing a chunk of of uh, raw hamburger in. All right. How do you appreciate that? Oh, he thinks that's a pretty good idea. <laughs> <laughs> he likes he's, it quite quite a bit. Very very nice. That's wonderful. And he's taking he, all of his supplements and doing all of his fun stuff. Even though it's been so darn hot and humid here where we live, it's difficult to get them out and exercise and let them do the things that they would normally do for fun. Yeah. Well, like uh, this morning, well, where I'm at right now, uh, uh-huh. we're we're at a, a, a baseball diamond where I take him quite a bit because he likes running around and inspecting. And um, he was he was perfectly normal. Now, he didn't do the route that he normally does because I didn't want to step in the west gra- wet grass. I stayed in the infield, and so he wanted to hang out with me because that's that's his idea of a good time. Um, but uh, he was he he was ready to go anywhere and and do anything and the fact that we had to sit in one place and talk on the phone, you know, it just means he gets picked. <laughs> it's putting a dent in his activities for the day, is that true? Well, yeah. I wanted to I, I wanted to thank you very much for being here because Ricky's story and that your patience with the process and your ability to see that this is a process and not just a pill, you know, to, yeah. to fix and to address the things that were going on, and then having a plan, even if it changes every once in a while or more than that, it's acceptable, mm-hmm. and it's an acceptable thing. And that with him, he's a beautiful marriage of traditional Western with regard to surgery and um, diagnostics, which we did together quite a bit. And then, yeah. you know, and then the acupuncture and the massage and the food and the herbals and the mushrooms and everything that you pretty much have the whole plate of my offerings in my <laughs> all in this one dog, huh? Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you when when I brought him into you, I was not convinced. I mean, I was so concerned. I didn't know if I would have a live dog at this point that we're at right now. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah. just and yeah. and right now I have a twelve year old dog, which <laughs> <laughs> you know that's actually, fine with I'm me. I'm surprised he's been quiet for this whole conversation. I know he's there with you. I'm surprised he's been quiet. He's quite a barker. Well, um, that you're you're a fine example of the way most people get to me, um, unless they get uh, referred from someone they trust. But it's kind of like a last ditch effort. I've tried everything else, and I just heard about you, and maybe or out of frustration, or maybe you can do something, or maybe you know it's kind of like I don't actually know what you do, but I need help. And um, mm-hmm. through um, shows like this and folks like yourself just kind of spreading the word. Hopefully it can be more of a front-line uh, mm, tool versus yeah. being, I've tried everything else, I've done all the antibiotics, I've done all the pinko, I've done all this, I've done all, and they're getting worse. 
So the yeah. better the better you are going in, you know, the less time things take, just like you and I, just like you and I. So exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, uh, well, I, I mean, I really like not having to rely on antibiotics or steroids or, you know, th- sort of the traditional things that uh-huh. treat various individual problems. Right, uh, right, right. Because, you know, past a point, I think it you're you're not helping the dog, really. Well, well also a big, part, a, big, a big part of the education, a big part of what you're doing, what you and I spoke and the medications he was only met, is protecting his body from the side effects of the medications that are being used, whether that's right. your kidneys or your liver or your gastrointestinal tract. And just, you know, if those medications are being used now or the dog needs them or whatever the situation is, we need to address the consequences of using those medications through education and then usually through things we can get over the counter, you know, things that are not um, detrimental to our patients whatsoever. So, um mm-hmm. That that was that was a big thing that I know we did for him because he was on a couple things when we started, and now he's on a pretty pure regimen of things that come from the earth. You know, things that are very very close. You know, food food is food is a food is our medicine at this point with him, which is yes. a goal. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have you brushing <laughs> his teeth and doing all kinds of labor on your part. So um, active yes. involvement in his in his health and that he is just happy in his happiness. So and I hear you laughing all the time with him. So I, I enjoy that very much. I really do. Um, so I, I really I want to thank you for coming on the show this morning and sharing about Ricky. And um, he he is he's quite a character and we all enjoy his spirit and enjoy his active participation in his own health and happiness. And uh, <laughs> even, even if that means you have to wear earplugs every once in a while, because <laughs> we, we definitely, definitely do. But um, when we talk about increasing their joy, whether that be through the state of mind or the state of physicality or state of nutrition, he has been a, a definite wonderful post, poster child for that. Um, and I know that you're a huge a huge part of that, of course. I know you love him very much. Um, okay, well, I have to, we have to get going here, and I wanted to thank all of the listeners, and you and you, absolutely, and Ricky, if you're listening. And um, I wanted to go ahead and let our listeners know that we haven't been very specific today, but the information here um, is given to try and uh, let people know that these things exist for the treatment and help of your non-human loved ones, and we'd love to hear from you next time. And thank you very, very much for everyone who made this show possible. It's very important to me and uh, very heartfelt that we uh, have this information out for the world, which we're allowed to do at this point in time. So thank you once again, Anita. I really appreciate it. Sure. All right. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Uh, And so once again, um, I'm Dr. Caroline O'Sullivan with Holistic Veterinary Care and Acupuncture Center out here in Prescott Valley, Arizona. Hoping to hear from you next time. And next week we'll have another guest um, speaking about her um, dog and go through some new ideas on diagnosis and treatment. Thank you very much. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.